Praise the Lord. Palakpakan natin ating Panginoon. Thank the Lord. Today is a special day because we are celebrating Mother's Day. So if you're a mother, please stand up. We want to give you a simple token, a gift. Yeah, wow, so many of you. <laughs> if you're a mother, please stand up and the ushers will be giving you a gift and also a token. Don't throw that envelope, okay? We want to honor you and thank you for your love. Yan. Isa-isa lang po, ah. Ayan. Wow. Happy Mother's Day po. Yan. Okay, remain standing. We want to pray for you after you receive the gift. Yan. Praise the Lord. It's a small gift. Uh, we want to honor you and thank you for your love and care sa aming mga anak. Yeah. As a church, we want to bless you. Okay? If you're sitting with somebody who's a mother, just tell them, ha- greet them, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Ayan. All right. Praise the Lord. Um, remain standing. We want to pray for you. Okay. Ayan. Okay. Sino have not uh, received her flower and a small token, uh, please do raise your hand. If not, Gusto mo pang isa? <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay. Alright. Kung wala na po, we want to thank you for all the mothers in this place. Uh, you know, you made a lot of sacrifices. We seldom uh, take time to honor you and take time to bless you. But you know, this special day, we want to this, take this opportunity to recognize the sacrifices you made, to, especially to your family. So let me read before I pray. In Proverbs 30, it says here, verse 26, it says, She opened her mouth with wisdom, and with teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well on the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Verse 28, it says here, Her children rise up and call her blessed her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Verse 30, it says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is in vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Let me read that again. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And that's our prayer to each one of you mothers that, you know, just turn the person, your mother beside you, you say, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> then you reply, bola naman yan. <laughs> but you know what? Beyond that beauty, the scripture says, the one who fears the Lord is worthy to be praised. So let me pray for you and thank you for all of your life. Let's pray. Let's just stretch forth our hands towards our, our mothers. 
Lord, we thank you for the mothers that's in this place this afternoon. Lord, you have seen their life, how they have made a lot of sacrifices to love and care for their families and their children. Lord, we, ne- we, we, don't, we can't see the struggle that they might face each day. But Lord, we see the fruit as with the life of people, their children growing up in the household taken care of. Salamat, Panginoon. We pray, Lord, as we even celebrate Mother's Day, all the more continually give them strength in every endeavor that might they take. Grant them wisdom so that they will know the right decision that they will make. And all the more, Lord, we pray that you will enlarge their heart so that they will love their children, their family more and more. So we ask, O oh God, that you will bless all the mother in this place, and we thank you for how you have been working in them. So we thank you, O oh Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Happy Mother's Day. May, you may be seated. Before we dive into God's Word, let me highlight a few announcements. Firstly, we have uh, invite you in our prayer night podcast every Wednesday at 9 p.m. at our FB page. Ito po, so join us. If you cannot join us on time, you can still replay your prayers. Also, we have early morning prayer at 5 a.m. to 5.45, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then on Sunday, we have our uh, morning prayer. Also, we would like to encourage you. There's two uh, equipping classes that we want to encourage you to join. If you are interested, uh, join the editing team. This is a group of people who edit videos. And if God called you to try it out, please contact uh, brother, uh, uh, brother Josiah and Sister Risa. And if you are not interested in this but you want to take photo, we have Photography 101 and we want to train more work- workers. So if you are interested and you have a desire to grow in this capacity, contact Brother Andes, Sister Risa, and Tita Eba. Also, we would like to call all the men, men, yan. 28 May, we will have our fellowship in prayer time. So take note, all the men, 28 May, we want to see you. And then we have our prayer meeting, 31st May, Wednesday, this face-to-face. If you're available, please join us dito sa Shikaini Hall at 7.30. And also, I'm excited to announce we will have our youth camp. Youth, We will have our youth camp. If you are young people, do join us. Uh, we have an overnight 2 to 3rd June. Uh, revert, refresh, and, re- and reach. That's our topic. Natin. And we will have it here in Shikaina Hall. So, do encourage you to join, especially if you have your children here in the church. Praise God. Just look at the person beside you. If the person is very gloomy, tell that person, shake it off. If you're very long face, Abimo, shake it off. We learned that last, not last week. Shake it off. Shake it off. Sometimes we must remind ourselves to shake off. Yung mga dinadaanan natin, you know, the past and move forward. You know, today is a special day because we are celebrating Mother's Day and we want to honor all the mothers here, both um, those spiritually, because some of you really have nurtured us spiritually, and also those mothers who are biologically parent. So, salamat sa inyong pagmamahal, and we want to recognize 
you for all the sacrifices that you made. You know, I remember vividly there's a class that I took in Bible school. Uh, it's a leadership class. And the question that our lecturer posed is this. Name a person that made a significant impact in your life. Name a person that made a significant impact on your life, one you will consider a great leader, one you will consider a hero. A hero. So, nag-isip ako, who is that person? Each person gave the respective answer. And it's a simple question, but if, as you ponder it, there will be a lot of people, me personally, a lot of people who invested their life to me who played a major role in my formation, in my growth in my life. No, some of my classmates answered, yung care group leader nila, yung pastor nila, even famous uh, Bible teachers and scholars, they would consider heroes. So it went to my turn, tinanong sa akin, Ruel, who is your hero? Who is someone that you admire in a leader? And I said very quickly, my mom. And truthfully, only two of us answered that during that class, my mom. My mom is my hero. Because she made an impact in my life. Since I was born until she took her last breath. I'm so grateful how she has quietly kept our family. In fact, how God used her to minister to me personally as a young man. And the reason why I'm here because my, my mom has made a lot of sacrifices. She, she, she's, she's never perfect. She made a lot of things that I might agree, disagree with. She's, she will never have people clapping for her hard work or determination. Many times she worked in silence. Many times she works alone. Yet she never gave up. She strived to give the best for her family. And many of you today would say that the reason why you're here because of your nanai. Do you agree? Do raise your hand. Do you agree? Many of you would say it's because of your mother, both biologically and also the spiritual mother that the Lord placed in your life. And God has used them to nurture you and love you greatly. And some of you are here, our mothers, and we want to take this opportunity once again to recognize your hard work and your compassion. You know, some of you have chosen the path to really work and leave your child at home so that you have a career and give the best life to your children. Some of you parents or some of you mother have chosen the path where you want to sacrifice your career so that you may personally nurture and care for your children. Some of you mothers here, the reason why you are here in Singapore and left Philippines with so much hesitation, you are willing to make sacrifices so that you will may give the best to your children. Sinong gustong pumunta sa Singapore ba? Taas kamay. Who really want to go? If you're a mother, do you want mothers? Kaya niyong iwan ang anak niyo? Naiwan na. It's hard, right? It's hard. It's hard, you know, some of you are willing to endure the pain of being away from your loved one. Endure the loneliness. Many times it's a lonely path. You confront hard, tiring tasks na trabaho sa bahay or maybe sa office. You really work hard and hardly had time to call your child. You left your child two years old nga, ngayon 18 years old na. Sometimes you face brokenness alone, endure the problem alone. 
They will call you back to the Philippines. Problem you with your children, they call you. Problem with the husband, they. Problem with the neighbor, they. Any issue, they will call you. Problem with the neighbor, problem with the lo, 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 la, they will call you. And sometimes you're afraid to pick up your phone because you know they might be asking for. <laughs> wow, you know, huh? And many times you're crying silently. Silently crying because of the burden that you are carrying. And we want to take this opportunity as a church to recognize your love, to recognize the sacrifices that you have made. You know, many of you might not be in the front cover of a magazine. Many of you might not receive awards or receive recognition, but you are true to your calling. True to your calling. And some of us children, some of us may not even be able to repay you for the sacrifices you made. But we want to thank you, mothers. Because you're a hero. A nameless hero. And I'm tied to this sharing. A name heroine. Hindi yung drugs, ha? A name, a nameless. The resilience of a mother. And I invite all of us to read 1 Kings 17, verse 8 to 16. I invite all of us to stand we were reading from 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 7 to 16. Let's read together. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Arise, go to Sarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and bless there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he rose and went to Sarephath, and when he came to the gate of city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, she called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go and prepare it for myself and my son so that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But first make a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of the flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of the flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord that he has spoken by Elijah. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this afternoon that you have brought us. Lord, we know this is a special occasion, Mother's Day. But all the more is a special occasion because we will encounter you through your word. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will illuminate your word, speaking to our hearts, to our soul, to our mind. We ask, Lord, that you renew our mind. If our hearts, Lord, are struggling at this time, Lord, let your word, God, bring encouragement. 
I pray, Lord, as we take this time, may you move in a mighty way. So we surrender this service to you. Have your way, Lord God. Teach us and guide us. Holy Spirit, come and fill this place. Our desire, Lord, is to set our eyes on you and your name be glorified. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. You know, during this time, the land of Canaan was in a crisis. They were going through a lot of challenges at this time as nation. At those, in this moment, the nation of Israel were divided into two. The northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The first is Israel and the other one is called Judah. And these after King Solomon, they were divided. Not only they were divided, there were also external pressures. People, other pagan nations are trying to attack them. Many nations, many other groups are trying to attack Israel and Judah. Post threat to these two kingdoms, waging war with them, and total peace was hardly attained. So, ayan ang struggle ng, bans- mang- ng Israel and Judah. Not only that, internally, they're also facing problem. You see, they are facing problem because idolatry and sin were openly committed in Israel. They were file, following idols and they were seeking to, dis, to, to fulfill their sinful nature. That's why God sent prophet to remind them to repent and return. But instead of changing or going back to God, they continue on sinning and worshiping idols. The problem also is these kings and rulers that was appointed who supposed to lead people to God, what they did is this. Instead of bringing them to God, they brought them astray. For example, one of them is King Ahab. See, King Ahab, and if you read in the earlier chapter, in chapter 16, 1 Kings 16, ito description sa kanya, Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. So, evil siya. Sabi mo, sa tabi mo, evil siya. She, Ahab was evil. And if you see, he was worshipped. But, but this is what might make things worse. He's not only evil, but he's, he married. You know who she married? Si Jezebel. Kaya mahirap ang pangalan na Jezebel. Jezebel. In chapter 16 to 31, 33, it says here about this king, Ahad, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Etbaal, king of Sidonians, and went in Serbaal and worshipped him. So they're not only experiencing battles outside, they're also experiencing battle inside because of sin, idol worship, and the list goes on. And because of this, God was so provoked. They were unrepentant, even though they've been reminded to return. So the consequence of their sin in the idolatry is that God sent drought. And many scholars, itong drought na ito na pinadala is about three years. See, this prolonged dry season caused many people to suffer. And one of them is the widow that we have heard. She suffered because of the drought. Now, let's consider what's happening to this widow and all the things that's happening to her life. You see, this national crisis, external threat, may mga war, there are also religious turmoil, heavy drought, and not only that, this external, 
she's also experiencing personal problem. Meron din siyang personal problem, emotional damage. May emotional damage din siya. Personal issue. She's got personal struggle. The text there is states that states that she is what? A widow. It means her husband is dead. Passed away. She's alone. And then she have a son. The question is, how old is the son? Now, I did my research when that word son, if you also look and understand your context, itong son na to is not like a baby. Neither he's an old guy, like a teenager or matured man that can able to help. He said that this son is still around four, five, six years old. Limited ang kanyang magawa. He can't help that much. So he's raising a child. Now, question, do you think it's easy to raise a child at this time? Do you think with all these challenges she's facing, do you think it's easy? It's not. Plus, it's a drought and she has challenges personally. Now, to live in those times, it will be a struggle. And I don't know, I'm just imagining in saan niyang isipan, ano nasa kay utak niya kaya? She may be thinking, bakit kaya ako? She might be thinking, oh, with all these things happening, it's never been my fault that we experience these events of drought. It's never been my desire na mawala ang aking asawa. She might even think, I'm just a collateral damage with all these things. You see, her story is never perfect. Yet even though his story, her story is not perfect, with all this event happening to this woman's life, you will notice her resilience. You will notice that she is determined. She has the dirt determination. You will notice her selflessness. You will notice that she has the will to survive. Will to survive. Will to survive. So instead of subjecting himself to further discouragement and disappointment, she stood up and faced the problem face head on. Raising a child at this moment is not easy, but yet she stood up. And there's many other mothers in the scripture that faced problem head on. And let me give you and highlight a few of them. One of them is Sarah. You know, she doubted God, yet she allowed God to work in her life. Next is Exodus 1 and 2. See, Jochebed, who's this? This is the mother of Moses. Pharaoh said, kill all the children. But she stood up and continued on. And you know, it's hard to hide a child when, she's, when he or she is young. Have you ever tried hiding and keeping your child quiet? It's so hard. Ang hirap. Imagine six months, papay umiiyak. It's very hard. But she endured. Hannah is a person who was prayerful and she surrendered her burden to the Lord. Mary is another one who faithfully followed God's plan and will. And then Lydia in Acts chapter 16, she's a person who persevered in doing the kingdom of God. You see, there's so many traits that we can find in the scripture and what is a godly mother and how she should live and how she should behave. Yet I would like us to look at this lady, to focus on this widow. Even though she is nameless, her character, her qualities of being a mother is admirable and commendable. Something that we all can learn from and aspire to be. And if as we look at her life, as we look at her traits, her character, 
I pray that this also would remind your mother how she have you, you have surrendered her life and be like her. Let's look at the re- remarkable traits of this widow. See, looking at the text, and when the Elijah arrived, we see in verse 10 that this lady was what? She rose and went to Sarephah, and when he came to the gate city, behold, a widow was gathering sticks. Now, what is she gathering? She's gathering for fire, wood, to make fire. But what struck me most is this. Where is she gathering? Where is she gathering? At the gate of the city. If you're going to pick up sticks, and if you read in the Old Testament, they will often go to the field and pick sticks. But how come she's picking up sticks in the city? In the gate of the city? No, gate of the city is a place where people would come to interact, people would come to do business, to trade, and they would have community meeting. One scholar suggests that this lady is a very poor lady, a very poor widow. And the reason why she's gathering sticks at the city is because it's this. She is looking for scraps. Anong Tagalog sa scraps? Kalanguni, ano? Kalanguni, okay na. What is scraps in Tagalog? Hindi naman basura. Mga tira. O oh, sige. Mga tira, mga leftovers, mga things. You see, why is she there? Why in the city gates? Why is she collecting sticks in the city gates? You know, it's drought season. Wood is not easy to be found. It's low supply. Instead of going to the field where you cannot find, normally in good season, marami, now sticks, I believe, is being traded as a valuable community, commodity. It's being sold. It's being, it's being traded. Remember during COVID, how much was the mask? The first few weeks. How much was the mask? Now how much is the mask? For free. I have at home. You want? The mask during the time was a limited, it was limited and it, I was Googling it and I was trying to find the mask. When I went to Carousel, it cost one mask $20, one mask $50. You remember those times? It went up a high to that cost. It became a limited commodity. Kaya, why she's there? She's poor and she's just simply hoping na may mahulog at may mapick up siya. You see, the widow is humble enough to take a low position, to take whatever needed to be done to keep her child alive. And the first character is here is this, showed us tenacity. Tenacity. She's not afraid whatever needed to be done to make sure her child alive. I will do whatever it takes. Some of you are here because you want to make sure your, li- your children have a good life. Tenacity. 
Anong tenacity? Here the definition, tenacity is defined as a strength to persevere. People can display mental toughness for short period, but that's not tenacity. To be genuinely tenacious, you must tolerate the intolerable. Grabe, no? Tolerate the intolerable and suffer through the insufferable. Grabe, ano yan? Insufferable. Until you accomplish your purpose. Until you accomplish your goal. Until you accomplish what God has placed in your heart. Tenacity. You are willing to endure. And you know, I, I was speaking to some of our sisters here. You know, many months we've been sending people who have retired, went back to the Philippines and said, how long have you been in Singapore? 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. They came here with black hair. They come here with flawless skin, but now they're living with pimples. <laughs> okay, no congregation na dito. Mga, okay, to, mga vibes ko kayo. Eh. Yeah. Some of them endured. Some of them said, you know, Ruel, many years back, I, I wanted to go back home, but I have to, to go on. Because I want my child to graduate. I want my child to really grow up, which I never experienced before. Tenacity. Willing to make sacrifices, even though it's hard, even though it's humbling. Some of you are, de- are degree holder, but you choose a different path. Why? Because you want to give the best to your family. You want to give, and I know some of you are struggling right now, but I pray that God will give you the ten- tenacity to persevere. To continue on. Now, if you look in our text, in verse 10, suddenly prophet Elijah called the widow and said, bring me a little water in the vessel that I may drink. To many of us, parang requests then are very simple, water. But you know, in those times, water again is limited, scarce, is insufficient. Despite limited water, she was willing to share the resources with a stranger. And it reveals to us her hospitality. It reveals to us her concern. It reveals to us her kindness that she is, she has selflessness. She's willing to give. Even though konti na lang nasa kanya, she's willing to give it to someone. You know, meron akong alam sa inyo, chismis ng konti. <laughs> Sorry. Nauhaw some of you, even though your income is not that much, you are able to send your son, your daughter to school. And some of you, you're also supporting your nephew, your niece, your relatives to school. Even though you have limited, even though you have a choice to keep it and withhold it. But you know, I believe the Lord is steering your heart to really Help your family. You are willing to, even, even kahit 700, 800 lang as well, but you are still willing to send and help your family. Kahit kakunti lang, you desire to help them. But some of us, I, I me, I, I work in the office last time. Ruel, ilan nang nasuportahan mo pag-aaral? Zero. And I think myself, wow, 
Some of our sister here is honorable, selfless. Instead of buying the new iPhone, Hello. Instead of buying something that would please himself, they are willing to let go and give it to someone else so that the person will be blessed. And I, I will not mention name, but I want to say, you, the Lord sees what you're doing, and I know the Lord will reward you according to His will and purpose. Even though you have limited resources, you're willing to give selflessness. And this woman showed selflessness. Konti na lang ang tubig. But she gave to this prophet. Now, you look again. Ito si Elijah. Hindi lang siya uhaw, gutom pa. Oh. You're welcome to living word, ha? Huh? <laughs> Not only she's thirsty, but she, he's hungry. Look at verse 11. Sabi, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Now, Elijah is asking a much harder thing. Not just water, but food. We all know in time of drought, agriculture will be badly affected. Crops will not grow, causing food supply to be limited. Now, look at her response. In verse 12, she said, As the Lord God's leaves, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and oil in a jug. Now, interesting her statement first. She said, As the Lord your God leaves, now, why did I color red that Lord? Now, look at this. When you read your Bible, there will be Lord na L, capital O, capital R, capital D. There are also Lord na capital L, small caps na O-R-D. Different yun. Now, here, he's saying Lord, L-O-R-D, it means Yahweh. Specific to the God of Israel. Specific to the God of this nation, Israel. It gives us an idea that it's possible that she recognized the God of Israel is distinct and different from all other gods. That's why she said, as the Lord, your God lives. She may have certain level awareness of who this God is. Some commentaries said it's possible that may relationship siya, alam niya ang Diyos na tunay. And you see what she said, as the Lord lives. But you continue on in the conversation. She continue on by sharing her struggle. She's sharing her situation at this point. See, her plan is this. What's her plan is to prepare her last meal. She said, and now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I might go in and prepare it to myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Now, I was doing this, I was pondering which is more important, water or food? <laughs> What's more important? <laughs> Depende kung si, ano mauubos. Depende which is one will left be will may konti. Depende sa quantity. Now you'll notice here water is probably that mayroon pa siyang reserve. But here in the text clearly she have no more reserve for her flour and oil. There's a difference there. Both water and food are important. But the difference is this, oil and flour is a matter of survival now. It's no longer limited. It's the last bit. And let me suggest this. 
the flour and oil represent her life and her future. Now the question is this, where will he give it? To herself or to lay it before what God is asking you to do? You see, in verse 13 to 15, it says there, this is the challenge that Elijah had. Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do what you said, but first make a little cake of it and bring it to me, and afterward make something for yourself in the sun. Verse 14, and thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of your flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Now the dilemma that she's facing is this. Is she willing to let go and give what she has and trust God with her life or future or is she just going to keep it to herself? She, the dilemma is this. Is she willing to step out in faith? Because the last drop of her oil, the last gram of, her, of, of that flour, it means her life. But what did she do? In verse 15, it says, she went indeed as Elijah said. You know what character it shows us here? It reveals her faith. It reveals her faith. She's willing step out in faith and trust God's promises despite of the limited resources she has. Now you look at her, parang wow, tenacity, selflessness, faith. These are honorable character. However, there's another character that I would like us to look at. And many times when we read this narrative, we missed him out. This character played a major role on keeping her alive. Sino kaya siya? Many times we we'll say, Elijah, you know, Elijah is part of the story, but the main person who's working behind the scene is God all along. For God sees, God intervenes, and God is the one who sustains her. You see, God is at work at her life. God is at work at her life. Now we have looked at the character of this lady. Now let's just focus on the character of God in this narrative. You see, God is at work and He showed his, that He is merciful. He showed how merciful He was towards this lady. If you would study who this lady is, itong lady na ito na widow, you'll be amazed. I was, I was trying to study who is this person. First, she's a pagan woman. Second, she said, where did she say? Stay, Cesarifat at Sidon. Doon siya nakatira. Alam mo sino na ang hari doon? Ang hari ng lugar na yon ay yung tatay ni Jezebel. Ang hari ng tatay ng lugar na, na, na naninirahan this lady, ang hari ay ang tatay ni Jezebel. So it means that place is what? Full of sin, idolatry. And surely she'll been influenced by that. Not only that, she recognized that she's a sinful person because in chapter 17, in verse 18, you read, she said to Elijah, Why have you against me, O man of God? Have you come to, make, to me to bring my sins into remembrance? Alam niya siya ay isang makasalanan. Now, looking at this, there is no possible reason that she can stand before acceptable. Stand before God acceptable. She was a sinner. 
she's unclean. She doesn't even have a clear understanding of who God is. You know, in summary, in summary, itong taong ito is unworthy. Unworthy. Yet even though she's unworthy, God still see her. God see her. Kung saan man kay ikaw nakaupo dyan, God still see you. See, this lady was all the way in that land, living in a place where full of idols, struggling with her life, but yet God sees her. God showed mercy to this person. God showed love even though she's not deserving. Nandun siya, pero nakita siya ng Diyos. You know, I'm speaking to some of our sisters. Sabi niya, how do you come to know the Lord? Sabi niya, you know, Pastor, nandun lang ako palagi sa Lucky Plaza. Ang ginagawa mo sa Lucky Plaza? Well, nakaupo. Pagkatapos umupo. Ha? Tatalikod. Tatayo. Tatayo. Bag, bag, after you sit, you stand up. Okay, very good. <laughs> so after, ayun tuloy, nawala. So what do you do in Laha Plaza? I was just go around. After you go around, go back again. What do you do? Eat. Then after you eat, walk go again. Then after you eat again, you go around to Laha Plaza. Then where? Many place, other place. After that, you sit down. After you sit down, chika-chika. After that, you chika-chika, go back. The next Sunday, do the same. Paikot, ikot, ikot, pikot, ikot. You think masaya ka? Sometimes, yes. But it's not. It's tiring and sometimes it's just that moment. You're still searching for the joy that you're still looking for. And I was speaking to a sister. How do you know? Because she said one brother, one sister came to her and shared the gospel. It invites the church. Now, you know, etong taong to, hindi niya kilala. But yet the Lord have touched her heart and brought her into church and recognized the Lord is working in life and she surrendered her life to God. Because it's more than what's happening outside every Sunday of going around and eating and doing all those things. There is more than life. But life is about finding your purpose, your life in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you can be doing a lot of things every Sunday. You can be partying and walking around and doing a lot of things. But deep inside your heart, you're not happy. But the real joy is when you find the mercy and love of God. And He wants to pour that to you. And said, Anak, ang true joy mo ay nasa akin. Huwag mo nang hanapin sa iba. And I'll pour out to you my life. I gave my life to you so that you may have life full in abundance. So what's this full? It's more than just material blessing. It's more than financial blessing. People have a lot of money but not happy. You know what's the blessing? It's knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's more than just religiosity of coming to church. But the real thing here is this. This person that many of you would say, you find joy because Jesus has shown mercy to your life. Some of you are serving today because God showed His mercy. Merciful. Second thing, God intervenes. 
And here you see how the Lord intervened in this lady's life. In verse 12, he said, As the Lord God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in the jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son and that we may eat it. And what's the last word? Ikaw nanay, kaya mo sabihin yon? Kaya mo sabihin yon if ikaw, if you're the mother? It will be very hard for a mother to say that I will eat and then die. I was reading one of the scholars, an interpretation that she's trying to imagine the feeling of this woman, this widow, as she would walk and start gathering sticks. Back in her mind, as she would gather the sticks, ito nang huli. As she would gather the sticks, sasabihin niya, ito nang huling pagpipick up ko. And then she, uh, as she would gather sticks, she would go and prepare the meal back in her mind, ito nang huling luto ko. Then as she would bring the meal in front of her child, then back in her mind, this is the last meal. What do you feel if you're a parent? That's your last meal. Will you be happy? You'll be sad. You'll be desperate. I believe. And this scholar said when he, she was picking the sticks, probably she was already crying because she knows this the end. Because she knows this the end. I was speaking to a classmate of mine who was, who was in prison for many years. Sabi niya yung mga tao na nasa death row, they will be given a chance, what is your last meal? What is your last meal? So they will order the last meal. And he told me, many of, that, many of them did not eat their last meal because of the emotional and mental torture that they were experiencing. Etong nanay to, I don't think she can eat this last meal. She's desperate, but you know what? God intervenes and God saves. In a moment of desperation, in a moment of hopelessness, in a moment you feel is the end and you're ready to give up, never lose hope because God can come and intervene. Because God is never too late to save. God is never too late to save. I remember a sister who approached me in tumawag sa akin after service, Pastor, pwede mo ba akong pag-pray? Bakit kapatid, ang anak kong batang babae ko ay gusto magpakamatay. Now, if you're a mother, far away from your your child sa Pilipinas, anong feeling mo na gustong magpakatay, magpakamatay anak mo? You would cry. And she asked me, Pastor, pag-pray. So what we did, we prayed. Then I connected to some of our sister who lived there and was a pastor. So tinawagan yung lugar na yun, and that pastor went and quickly went to the house of the child, pray with her. You know what happened? She did not commit suicide and now she served the Lord. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. God intervenes. God save. Always remember, He's never too late. He's never too late. You might be hopeless case in your situation. Your child may be worldwide, but we never ever say that it's enough because God can still do miracles. Amen? Not only that, God is merciful. God intervenes. God sustains. God sustains and provides. He kept His promise. His word is true. He promised there, He said, the jar of the flour will not be spent, neither did the jug of the oil be empty. According to the word of the Lord, 
You see, the, clearly the text say that God's words come to pass. That God's word is fulfilled. He provided, He sustained them to, to all throughout the drought. And who ate? He says there in verse 15, she, Elijah, and her whole household, I don't know how many people were staying in her household, she became a blessing not only to her child, but to people around them. God provides and sustains. When we obey God's word, we can trust that He will provide for our needs. We might not see it instantly, but the Lord will provide in our needs. Some of you came to Singapore, leaving your children, two years old, three years old. And some of you can testify, the Lord has been faithful. Amen? And can say that yung anak mo ngayon ay graduate na. Nag-graduate. Some of you are here, while you are here, you are struggling, you got sick, nagka-cancer. But the Lord still sustained you and keep you alive and heal you. The Lord sustain. See, the story of this woman is not just about her. It's about the Lord. I'm 2021, Singapore have a recession. If you are here during that time, you know it was really bad. Maraming nalawala ng trabaho. Maraming nag-umuwi sa Pilipinas and they were struggling because of this. My dad was one of them who were forced to take leave. No pay, no job. No pay, no job, no pay. In that time, 2021, I was, I was first year in my poly. I'm still studying that time. Where to get the money, we don't know. But the Lord granted, granted wisdom to my mom. And you know the story. Naglaho kami ng suman sa Singapore. Oh, huh? And many of you know the story. I told you many times. The Lord made a way. You know, sometimes we think the, the best, the, the solution that God is giving us is give us money right away. We think that's the solution. We always think that's the solution. You know, God can give you open doors. He, he can grant you wisdom. He can give you uh, opportunities. He give you that strength to persevere. Those are grace and mercy and gift of God. And moment like this, when we were there and we were, I, I don't know how, I was schooling and have school fees to pay. And then my brother is schooling. My dad is not working. My dad was helpless. He can't find a job. But my mom stood up. Maglalako tayo ng suman. Suman. Come on, suman. Alam ko paano magawa ng suman. Gusto nyo? Taas kamay. May insurance kayo. In moment like that, I remember bibili, kakahod. Ang init sa bahay, we would just cook and then we'll send it to, to Lucky Plaza in 
pass it to one of the restaurants there. And then they will sell. 50 cents per isang ganon, and they will sell it how much? You know, the Lord is the one who sustains us. It's never been the wisdom of my mom, but it's the Lord who provided to sustain us. And the reason why I'm here, because God is so faithful. Kahit suman, pwede kang mabuhay. Because the Lord can use that. Asuka lang, katapat. Wow. Mag-usap tayo mamaya. You know, in summary, the woman face, as I call upon the worship team, is the last, I would say, the last few days of our life. It's the last few days of our life. And if you're a mother, widowed, and you have only child, it is so hard to think that it's the last day of your life. But you know, this woman is commendable because she lived with tenacity, selflessness, and faith to continue on. But we must realize that our capacity and strength will be limited. Napapagodin tayo. But we have this assurance that we can persevere and continue on because we have a God who shows mercy, who intervenes and sustains. Kaya mga nanay, salamat for how you have served in many ways. And many times we fail to say thank you. And many times we hardly have to say that recognize your hard work. Children, the Lord has blessed you with a mother. So if your mother is still alive, Please tell them you love them. Bago sila mawala. Emotional lang kasi hindi ko na masasabi yun. If your mother is still alive, you know your mother will never be perfect. Your mother is not perfect. Si Jesus lang ang perfect. If you have struggled with her, take time message her, call her and say, I love you mama. I love you Nai. Thank you. The reason I am here because of you. And husband, if your wife is with you, thank them. Kaya kung tabi mo na ngayon, titigan mo sa mata. Titigan mo sa mata. Kung nandiyan asawa mo, go, tingnan mo na. Sabihin mo, gusto mo pa flowers? Mga children, please love your mother. MYMP. Make your mama proud. Because they have endured a lot. And husband, love your wife. The mother of your children. Because God has used them. I've used all the mothers our life to be an instrument of God to sustain us and help us and the reason why we are here
because God has used a beautiful instrument, beautiful servant to care and nurture for us. Let us stand. Before we close, I would like to pray and just worship the Lord. You know, many times we will be tired. We, we want to give up. But you know where we can run? We can run to the Lord. I will run to you. Let's just worship Him.
You desire to have that faith If you are that person who is struggling right now as a mother If you are that person, please do raise your hand And I want to pray for you Yes, sister, thank you for that hand Thank you for that hand The Lord sees what you're going through The Lord knows what you're going through And if you're that person, just raise your hand I'm going to pray for you Lord, you see all those hands are raised You see the struggle that they might be facing You see the cry of their heart They've been silently crying in their respective homes, in their respective rooms. Lord, you know that they want to give up. They want to let go and sometimes they don't know what to do. But Lord, remind them, oh God, that you are a source of strength. That you are the one that will sustain us. Lord, I pray that you give them tenacity to continue on and to continue on, not by their own strength, but the power of the Holy Spirit be upon them, oh God. I pray, oh Lord moments, Lord, that they are losing their faith. They're not holding in your truth. Moment, Lord, they've been weakened, oh God, with their circumstances. But I pray that your word be so alive, that your spirit will speak to them, that you will be baptize them with your spirit so they will be able to rise up and stand and walk firm in your word, in your promises. Panginoon, I pray that each one of us here, not just the mother, but all of us here, Open our eyes to continually see your mercy. We are undeserving yet, Lord. We have reached out to us and expressed your love. Salamat, Panginoon. Lord, I pray that you would intervene to situations that many of us may be struggling. Some of us, Lord, have problems with our children. Mga anak namin nawawala. Or maybe misunderstanding with our spouse. Lord, may you intervene and save us. And also, God, I pray. Moment, Lord, that we are lack. May our eyes be set on you. That you are our provider. That you alone will sustain us. Salamat, Panginoon. Lord, we thank you that you have laid down this beautiful story about this woman and it points back to your grace and mercy. Salamat and we give you glory. Hallelujah. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father have loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Lord, as we go in our own ways, as we go to our own responsibilities, as we go and deal with our employer and even communicate back home sa Pilipinas, Panginoon, samahan nyo kami. May your word, Lord, speak to us each day and may your spirit empower us. We, Lord, we surrender this to you. Guide us, Lord God, and may our life bring you glory. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Before we go, just turn to the person and tell that person, 
Our God is good. And if this that's a mother, tell that person happy Mother's Day. God is good. God bless everyone.